Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello, my beautiful people. Thank you for being here once again. I so appreciate you tuning in. And today, what I want to discuss with you is probably one of the most underlooked components of weight loss and building a healthy lifestyle, in my opinion. I think it is one of the things that people, it's kind of like sleep. Like we all know we should sleep, right? We all know how important sleep is, but nobody actually does it the way that they should. Nobody actually prioritizes sleep the way that they should. We all know it in the back of our heads. We know that, but we don't do it. And I think taking care of your mindset when it comes to weight loss and building healthy habits is like sleep. Like we all know we should build those habits. We all know they're important. And we always hear that advice, but no one's actually doing it. Nobody's actually cultivating the mindset that's going to help them succeed. And instead, they're being powered by these negative thought patterns and just non-empowering frames of mind. So to kind of help with that, I want to discuss the top five negative mindset patterns that people have when it when they don't succeed with weight loss and the problems that I have personally had myself and the, that I've seen my clients have been through and just a lot of people in general. And then also I'm going to share with you the five productive and positive mindset shifts to counteract those so that you can have uh, like some thoughts to replace your negative thoughts with that will actually help you and empower you to make the changes that you need to make, okay? Now, this isn't as sexy as uh, we, people like to think. It's, it's not a wonderful, interesting podcast of all the tips and tricks and, you know, it, it's it's one of those things that it's like the boring but necessary work. The boring, annoying frustrating, mundane, extremely essential work that we have to do. So try to keep your mind open. Try to take this information for what it is and realize maybe you you are really good at some of them and maybe you need some more help with others. So take what helps you, leave out the rest and just listen to each one and see if it applies or not. So I want to first start off with the negative mindset patterns that a lot of people and myself, I've, I've experienced all five of these, you guys, every single one. I've had clients who have experienced all of these five. So they're so common, it's in- insane. Almost every person embarking on this journey has thought at least half of these, if not more. Um, so the first negative mindset that will just completely fuck you up is you ha- thinking you have to change your entire life around. Like, Everything has to change. You have to go a complete 180. You have to give up everything you like. You have to go to the gym seven days a week. Like there's no in between. It's where you are now or full force 100% on. And in theory, this sounds great. Like we can change super quick, get everything in order, lose the weight fast, and it'll be all good. But we forget one important little big part that our brain doesn't like change. It is wired in our biology. 
we do not like change. So when you present it with this huge amount of change that it has to undergo, and, and, and like, it doesn't sound like a lot, like if you just say it, but internally to make those behavioral changes is a lot. It is a lot of work. So your mind is like, oh, no, we're not doing any of this. So it shuts down. And every time you try to make a change and you say, I'm going to change everything around and I'm going to give everything up, your mind is like, uh, no, honey, we're not doing any of that. Sit your ass down. And it keeps you right where you are. So you need to be careful of thinking that you have to change everything and um, you have to give up everything and everything has to change and everything can no longer be the way it is and you have to become an entirely new person to achieve this goal. And while over time, yes, you can't start with that mentality from day one. It just won't work. Like I said, it's too much for your brain to handle and it will just completely shut down on you and you will turn into self-sabotaging behaviors like knowing you should work out but you're going to binge eat instead or skipping your workout too many days in a row, like all sorts of these behaviors that you're trying to get away from, right? We're trying to change that. Well, it's not going to happen all at once, okay? So that's the first one and I'm going to go over the positive counterparts to this after I review all five of the negative ones just to kind of get the bad news out of the way first and then move into the positive. So the second one, is this notion of it has to be all or nothing. It's very similar to the first point, but with this one specifically is if someone cannot work out for an hour, they say, fuck, it's not even worth doing. I can't even do my workout today. Fuck it, I'm just not gonna do shit. But what if you did 15 minutes? What if you went for a 10 minute walk? What if you stretched for five minutes? Like, this all like it has to be everything perfect everything has to be on point it has to be exactly the way that i want it otherwise it is just not worth doing at all why even bother why even put in the effort if i cannot do it perfectly and in, like we all know right we can't be perfect all the time we know that but when we're in those situations we genuinely feel like it's not worth even trying because it cannot be to the perfection that we think it should be like again if someone you know, is perfect with their diet Monday through Friday and has one slip up on Saturday, instead of looking at it like, oh, you know, I made a mistake, let me just move on, they go, oh, well, I fucked it up for the week, My, I can't finish the week now, I can't finish, you know, doing what I'm doing, I have to wait till next week, because I ruined it. It's like slashing your fourth tire, be I'm sorry, it's for, like you get one flat tire, you slash the other three because eh, my car doesn't work, I can't, like you don't do that, you don't do that with things like that, so you don't, you should not be doing that with your weight loss journey and with trying to change your life for the better so thinking that the second one is thinking that you have to give everything that you do 100% effort and it has to be 100% perfect otherwise it is not worth doing so that's the second negative mindset pattern um the third one is very very common um is looking for motivation and believing that motivation has to come to you before you start to do anything um let me give you one of the most depressing and really sad news you'll ever probably hear. And I know a lot of you are going to be like, are you serious? Like, why did you have to just do that to me? <laughs> because when I realized this for myself, I felt that way. And what I'm about to say is motivation will never come when you need it. And what I mean by that is motivation will come at the most random times and it's usually when things are going really well or you get super inspired, like when things are easy, right? But life isn't always easy. Life isn't always perfect. So in the times that things aren't going well and shit's just going down the drain and you feel terrible and working out and eating healthy is the last thing you want to do, 
motivation is going to be fucking running away from you, not even wanting to be close to you because it's a fake ass biatch. It does not, it is not there when you need it. And a lot of people ask me as a trainer, like, how do you stay so motivated? How after so many years you're still, you're still able to do this? I'm like, because I don't even care about motivation at this point because I never feel it. I mean, sometimes, very rarely, right? But 99% of the time, I'm not fucking motivated to do shit, you guys. I don't want to do anything. I just want to lay down in bed, eat my hot Cheetos, and chill the fuck out. I do not want to do anything. I don't want to lift, especially when the weight gets so heavy, like at the point where I'm lifting. It's so much fucking work. To pick up one thing for one rep, it's so much work. So motivation isn't there most of the time and it will never come when you need it so the more time you spend looking for something that will never come you're just putting yourself you're just wasting more and more time and you're not getting anything done so that's the third negative mindset is looking for motivation and expecting it to come to you for you to take action as if that has to happen first before anything else which i'll get to in the positive outcomes but is not the case So the fourth one, and um, every single person on this planet is victim to this, myself included, comparing yourself and your progress and your results to other people, especially when they're years ahead of you, okay? First and foremost, if a person has been working out and training and doing this for a long time, they have built their results, Sure, some people use steroids, some people use other enhancing drugs, but the point is those things don't just give you results. Like they help, of course, but they don't give you, they don't do the hard work for you. You still have to go into the gym and lift. You still have to eat the food. And then just talking about people who don't even take this stuff, they have put in the work for years and years and years. And if you're looking, sitting at yourself, staring at yourself in the mirror two weeks into your journey saying, why don't I look like that? First of all, that is setting up yourself up for a completely unrealistic expectation. And second, you're discrediting all of the hard work that these people put. Because let me tell you guys, when I hear someone who's just starting out and looks at me and is like, why, why don't I look like you? Why, why don't I have what you have? Why is it taking me so long? And they're like one, two, three months in. I'm like, I've been doing this for six years. Like, I didn't just, I wasn't born with this shit, you guys. And neither were these people. So... Do not compare yourself, especially to someone who is light years ahead of you. They have more time under their belt. So, of course, you're going to have better results than you. And then the second thing is if, let's say you're comparing yourself to someone who started the journey at the exact same time as you. And they're getting way better results. And you're not. And you're just like, what the hell? Like, why? Are, I'm doing what they're doing. Why am I not getting the results that I'm that they're getting? Why is that happening to me? Well, you are a completely different person. With a completely different set of genetics, with a completely different set of mindsets, with a completely different set of lifestyles, habits, everything. Everything is different unless you both live in a box 24-7 and never leave and do the exact same thing. And even then, there would be differences. But I'm talking like you can do the exact same thing someone else does and your results will be different simply because you are a different person and there is nothing you can do about that. So... Comparing yourself to other people's results, even if they're not even ahead of you, even if they're in the same boat as you are, or maybe even behind you, it doesn't matter. And that it's cool to look at and cool to be like, oh, how inspiring, good for her. 
but never look at someone like that and be like why don't i look like that because that is that will drag you down faster than anything and there's nothing you can do about that so you're just you're like drowning yourself for no fucking reason none at all because there's no benefit to that okay so that's the fourth one and the final one is only focusing on the outcome meaning only focusing on the scale only focusing on how much weight you've lost or how many measurement inches you've lost or basically those two are the biggest ones but focusing so much on the outcome because here's the shitty reality you have no control over your weight zero you have no control what the scale would deci- will decide to do tomorrow morning or the morning after or two days after. You do not have control over what your body is trying to do inside that is causing these fluctuations. You do not have control over any of that. So by you fixating on trying to change the outcomes and that's the only thing that matters, you're in for a really fucked up emotional roller coaster with this because it will your body will fluctuate. It is what it is. It's what happens. Every single person, guys, I fluctuated four pounds the other day. I was 150 and then I woke up 154 the next day and then I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. But I mean, I knew what was going on, but still, it, it happens to everybody. So you cannot focus on those numbers as absolute markers of progress because they're going to be all over the place, meaning your progress is going to be all over the place, meaning by how you define it, and therefore your feelings are going to be all over the place. And that is one great way to derail you instantly. I mean, think about how many times you've stepped on the scale, you've gone up in weight, and you say, fuck this shit, I'm done. And then just continue back to your old patterns, only to repeat the cycle a million and one fucking times. When does that ever work? never so focusing on the outcomes on the things that you cannot control on the things that don't give you the full picture is a surefire way to get demotivated and just stop trying to be honest just stop trying give up and go back to how you were before so to recap those five negative mindset patterns are thinking one thinking you have to change your entire life from the get-go Number two, thinking that it has to be all perfectly 100% done or it's not worth doing at all. So the all or nothing mentality. The third one is looking for motivation before starting. The fourth one is comparing your results to other people's, whether they are ahead of you or not. Just comparing yourself in general. And fifth is focusing on outcomes only as measures of progress. Now let's switch this around and talk about the positive ways that you can shift these patterns and more empowering frames of mind that you can adopt. And let me just start off by saying a quick disclaimer. This shit does not happen overnight. You will have moments where you will slip back into the mentality of the negative side. It happens from time to time. Still to this day, I have those moments. But as an overall rule, you should be progressing towards the positive mindset shifts because those are what's going, those are what is going to get you through the really shitty times, which will come and they will never stop coming ever. <laughs> don't you just love this podcast i'm just giving it to you i'm giving you all the bad news i'm like the worst news person ever today i'm sorry guys but this is a reality i'm not trying to lie i'm not trying to sit here and lie to you and make you feel all good and shit when i'm giving you the truth so that you are better prepared and you can actually succeed and stop jumping on the starting over cycle every fucking week every month every year like do it once and do it right and that's what i'm trying to help you do here so how to reverse the I have to change my entire life negative mindset. And we do that by switching it to one step at a time. One habit 
at a time, one change at a time. What does this look like? So let's say your goal is to lose 50 pounds. You want to build muscle. You want to get stronger. You want to eat better. You want to work out very often. So you say, I'm going to work out seven days a week, do keto, cut all carbs, cut all sugar, blah, 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 million lists long, right? That's how a negative mindset would do it. Now, if we're going like one step at a time, it would look like I'm going to cut out my soda intake from five a week to three and then do that for a week. That's how you get to the end of the week and you did really well. You had three and you feel great. Okay, next week, let's try two and you do that for a week. Awesome. You're feeling better. By week three, let's say you had seven. (laughs) You, You went completely backwards. So then you're not ready to move on from that habit. Right? So you repeat that again. And then the following week, you get to one. And you're like, I don't need this shit anymore. So you cut it out completely. It took you four or five weeks. Sure, a lot longer. But guess what? You're going to be able to stick to it. Versus if you try to cut five from the beginning completely, cold turkey, your mind was going to fight you and self-sabotage itself so that it doesn't give up change. Or I'm sorry, it doesn't give up its its comfortableness and it doesn't want change. So whatever habits you want to change, whatever goals you want to accomplish, break it down into very, very simple, like stupid, simple steps, you guys. Like it should make you feel, if you feel like this shit is too easy and why even bother, you're exactly where you need to be. Exactly. It shouldn't feel like, oh, this is, this is going to be doable, but it might be a little hard. No, no, no. It's too hard. Go simple. Like five minute walk, one glass of water extra a day, one serving of vegetables per meal every day. Start basic one step at a time. And the more that you do that, the better the habits will stick and the more change you're going to see over time. So that's the counterbalance to the first one. The second positive mindset shift to counteract the all or nothing mindset is you have to be okay with consistency. And focus on being consistent, not perfect. So 80% of the time, be on track. 80% of the time, hit your workout goals. 80% of the time, hit your step goals. 80% of the time, eat the foods that you want to be eating the majority that will support your goals. 80%, not 100. 80% is prison. It's mental prison. And first of all, it doesn't even exist, you guys, because we cannot hit 100%. So focus on being consistent, on doing the, like I said before, the one steps at a time consistently before trying to strive for perfection. And if you do get something wrong, like I said, if you go from week three to four versus having three sodas to having seven, so you went completely backwards and had more, that's okay. Just the next week, do better and be consistent about that. Don't worry about it not being perfect and you having messed it up. Just do better next time and focus on being consistent. That will win every single time over trying to be perfect and trying to do everything right from the beginning. It's just, it's been true for me, for my clients, every single person that has ever been successful with weight loss, they will tell you that. Every single person. I don't care who you are, what you, what your goals were. Consistency is what matters the most. And if you can, if you can nail that, You don't have to be perfect. And that's such a huge relief, right? Like you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to strive for this completely unrealistic idea of what you think you should be. You don't have to do that. It's exhausting. It's not fun. 
it's not it's not enjoyable in any capacity so aim for consistency not perfection that's the second one the third one to counteract looking for motivation is take action first and then the motivation will come we are motivated not by thinking we are motivated by doing and it's funny because we're looking for motivation to do something but to find that motivation we have to do something so it actually works in the opposite direction again don't try to do a bunch of crazy shit just do the one thing at a time and through that and consistently hitting your goal you're going to start getting momentum and motivation it comes after you take action it does not come before so you need to drop that expectation let it go it doesn't matter what matters is the action steps that you take and then when you get the results, when you notice you're, you know, you're sticking to your goals, you're like, oh, this is fun. And you get motivated. And then it's like, where were you when I needed you? <laughs> but you'll already be further ahead. So you won't mind it. Take action first and then expect the motivation. Okay? Get that into your head. Like iron, solid, whatever. Whatever description they use. The fourth counterbalance to comparing yourself to others and others' results is compare yourself to yourself. Compare you to you a week ago, to you a month ago, to you a year ago. If you're constantly improving and you're beating your previous past self and you're doing better, you are winning, my friend. If you were 150 pounds at the start of the year and you want to be 120 and Susan is one already hit her goal and you're still 20 pounds away, but you lost 30 pounds or I'm sorry, I'm terrible at math. Okay, you are 150, you want to be 130. So let's say you dropped 10. She already dropped the 20, but you just dropped 10 so far. You still dropped 10 pounds. That's amazing. And that is something worth celebrating. If you didn't completely cut out soda yet, but you're now much more reduced intake, that is a win. If your weight hasn't changed, but you're feeling stronger, you're feeling more energy, that is a win. When you focus on all of the things that you're doing better and all of the results that you're getting and how much better you're feeling and how much better you're doing versus you before, you can't lose because you're always improving, right? As long as you don't quit. As long, that's the big caveat here you cannot quit but as long as you're working on yourself and you're moving in that direction you can't lose if you compare yourself to yourself because you're always going to get better over time not like day to day but over time month to month you're going to be making progress and you're going to be getting better and you're going to be feeling better and it is a more accurate assessment of comparison because it is you versus you not you to someone else who doesn't share any identic any genetic information with you lifestyles like you are you you are the same person and you should be focusing on improving yourself not on what other people are doing and comparing yourselves to that and you just can't lose in that position so that's the third i'm um, sorry the fourth one and the fifth and final counterbalance to the negative mindset of focusing only on the outcomes is focusing on your behaviors because like we discussed outcomes are typically out of our control we can't do anything really about them so by focusing on them and obsessing over them you're gonna be in for a really really fucked up time so if you focus on your behaviors again on doing better than you did yesterday on moving one percent better this week on making a little bit more progress today than yesterday 
If you're constantly working on improving your habits and behaviors, the things that you do have control over, the things that you are doing and can do and therefore can change, then you're in winning because you can always change something that is in your control. If you don't like how something is going and you're focusing on the behavior, you can change that behavior. You can choose to do better. Is it going to be easy? No, quite the opposite. But you have that power to change that. And that's what's important here. Outcomes are not under your control. What the weight number is, is not under your control. How your body decides to lose fat and from where is not under your control. But you know what is? You sticking to your nutrition plan. You sticking to your workout plan. You doing your walks. You drinking your water. You drinking your veggies. You staying in your calorie intake goal. All of those things are in your control. And if you can better them, then you can feel better about them. If you can work on improving them, then you will feel better regardless of what the scale says or what your body fat percentage is or any of those things that are superficial and again we do not have control over so focus on your behaviors on your actions on what is under your control and you always win from that place always so to recap i'm going to go the negative side and then back to the positive so in order to counteract I have to change my entire life, which is a very negative and disempowering frame of mind. We're going to do one step at a time. To counteract the all or nothing mentality, everything has to be perfect or it's not worth doing. Focus on consistency, not perfection, is a counteract to that. The third one, looking for motivation and not taking action until motivation shows up. We're going to take action first. And that's what we're going to do. And then the motivation will come. But by then, we don't need it. We don't care. We're taking action first. Fourth, we're going to go from comparing ourselves to other people who have nothing to do with us to comparing ourselves to who we were in the past and how much we've grown since then. And then finally, we're not going to focus on outcomes and numbers and results majority of the time we're going to focus on our behaviors on our actions on our habits and what we ultimately can change and have control over and if you switch those negative mindsets into the positive ones and you put yourself in an empowering state of mind when those challenges come when those hard times come because they will every time all the time you're not immune to this You are better equipped to deal with them in a more proactive way and not fall back into old patterns. How amazing would it be, you guys, if you started a new way of living and didn't have to start over again? Wouldn't that be the best feeling ever? When I I had that experience, I wish that I could go back and tell myself two, three years before that and be like, just stay the course, dude. Just stay doing this. And if I could go back and give myself these positive empowering mindsets instead of the negative ones, I would have given them to myself because it would have helped to keep me consistent and therefore be able to achieve the goals that I did. It took a little longer than I wanted, but it, it happened. And that feeling of feeling in control and like you got this no matter what comes your way, damn, that's a fucking priceless feeling. And I wish that for every single one of you. And just again, that doesn't mean it's not hard and it doesn't mean that you're not going to experience the negative thoughts, but it just means that you are better prepared to deal with them and move forward and continue to make progress even when those things happen. Because it is possible. I know it feels really hard and impossible, but it is possible. So that's, that's it, you guys. I hope that, you know, maybe these negative mindset shifts you are experiencing, I helped to reframe them for you and show you a more positive proactive way of thinking and 
try to really, really prioritize your mindset because it is a driving force behind everything that you do. And if you have a strong foundation, a strong frame of mind, empowering thoughts with your actions, you're unstoppable. There's no way you're not going to get there. No way. But if you have all the right tools, all the right strategies, all the right diets and tips and exercises and this and that, but you don't have your mindset on check, you're going to have a really, really tough time. So don't ignore this. Don't put it past you. Work on this. There's tons of resources out there and I'll definitely make more podcasts about this stuff to show you how to improve them. But it is number one and it has to come before anything and you have to do it. There's no way of ignoring it because it will catch up to you at some point if you don't take care of your brain and your mind and your thoughts. So that is it. I hope you found this episode valuable. I'm sorry if I triggered you a little bit and um, kind of came at you, but I, like I said, I'm here to give you the truth. I'm here to give you what's going to help, not the fluffy bullshit that you can find anywhere on the internet. I'm trying to help. So as always, let me know your thoughts, your reviews, your feedback, In the review section of Apple Podcasts, you just swipe down, write a review. Um, Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have any suggestions. I always provide my email in the show notes if you want to go ahead and email me there. And um, I hope you guys do amazing. And I hope this helped you. And I'm so excited to hear all your feedback and your success stories. And hopefully this episode has something to do with that. So I will catch you guys in the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And I'll see you in the next one. Take care.